Hello, and welcome to episode 262 on Same Boat Huddle. You're listening to the LGA Summer Series, and today we're talking all about boundaries. This is something that is so important within the integration of what I teach in the Layered Growth Academy via the Layered Growth Method. However, even just on its own, everything I teach just by itself, I think is 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 a really valuable tool. And then how they integrate and work together, they just are beautiful. It's just in sync and a dance. And so this is all part of LGA. But I think if I could pick one tool that I feel could help you in every area of your life and how you want to grow, it would be boundaries. Um, they they are phenomenal, and I find that women, especially just because of how we're raised in our culture, don't have any, um, or have loose ones, or become too rigid. Like I can definitely get to the side of too rigid, so I have to be uh, very cognizant. So it, it's just one of those things. It's boundaries are not set it and forget it. They are like everything. We have to constantly be aware and reflective <clears throat> and curious of like, is this tool that I'm using, is it still relevant? Is it still serving me? Is it still like the reason I started with this tool, whether it's meditation or this boundary or this dream that's turned into a goal that I'm working towards, is it still serving me? You know, the the version of myself that chose it, is that still a part of the version of who I am today? Do I still need it? And it's it's just so important to constantly have that reflection and awareness of yourself. And that's what's going to continue to keep you humble and vulnerable and expansive in, <clears throat> in your personal development journey. And I feel that um, boundaries are easily one of the most uncomfortable things to identify for yourself and then more so implement because there's always going to be pushback, whether it's a boundary within yourself or with a family member or whatever it might be. So know that going into setting boundaries, it's going to be incredibly uncomfortable. Very often women are met with guilt. <clears throat> they have self-imposed guilt. Here's what I'm going to say about guilt. I've, I've discovered this is a theory I've found within the past, honestly, several months because guilt comes up all the time. I think there's a lot of discussion about it. I'm sure there's books on it. There are podcasts. Every coach, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> Every uh, like life coach type of person has to work with it. Uh, all of us deal with guilt, so I always have this inqu- inquisition of, well, where, what is, what's the point? <laughs> Where's the guilt coming from? Here's what I've noticed. So we have our role self. This is, and I think women identify with this very much. We fulfill roles. We show up fulfilling what we think is expected of us in these different roles, right? So whether it's how we show up as a daughter or friend or wife as a mother and how, you know, society sees us, how we want to, you know, present our home, things like that. Uh, Even as adult children to our parents, we were always trying to, um, you know, be easy and be quiet and be small, very cliche sayings, but they're, they're very true. And, because of that, we we basically are not sure of who we our authentic self is, right? So, you know, if you, I talked a little bit about this when I got my first tattoo, that um, you know, there's a lot of stigmas and conversations around it, and it's now I grew up in a family I don't I don't have any strong feelings about tattoos at all, um, so I didn't necessarily have strong feelings about it, but you know, you're seen as someone. stereotype as someone who gets tattoos, right? And it's really working through, you know, is this who I am? 
Is this, and, and can I authentically show up as this person? Or um, I feel like that's not a great example because I didn't have strong feelings around it. Saying no. I see this a lot in women, including myself, that uh, especially like with my business of, you know, can you can you do this on a different day? I'm not available that day. Or I could really use your help. Can you come work for me? Like I've heard of this recently that you're retired and now friends see you as available. And like, can you come help me part-time at my, my business or whatever it is? And saying no feels bad, right? Because that's the boundary that your, your authentic self worked your ass off to get retired, <laughs> to reach retirement and have this time for yourself. Now other people don't have the boundary to see that they're crossing to ask you for your help. So it's important for you to reset the boundary by saying no, because that's what your authentic self wants. But your role self believes that you should help that person because that's what a good friend does, right? That's what that's what's expected of me, that I just say yes. So if your authentic self follows through and says no, you start to feel the guilt because it goes against what your role self is quote unquote supposed to do. So essentially, I believe that we feel guilt when we choose our authentic self, because our role self is a very egotistical, childish person, part of us. And the authentic self never learn to have a voice. And that's so guilt is one of those emotions I think comes up to kind of like, that's why it's called a guilt trip. (laughs) Take the journey back to role self because that's path of least resistance and what I've practiced my whole life. And while it drains me and burns me out, it's the easy button, right? So for me, when I feel guilt, I stay curious. I go, huh, okay, I feel guilty. That means I'm onto something here. That means I'm clicking in with my authentic self. And I'll tell you what, the more you practice being authentic, meaning like being aligned with what you truly want deep down into your core, how you want to show up, what you want to do, how you want to dress, what you want to wear, how you want to work, blah, blah, blah. The the more you practice what that person, that version of yourself wants, the easier it becomes. The no's become much easier. So remember that comes with confidence and confidence is not innate. It is built. So you didn't become confident riding your bike without training wheels the first time you got on. It was after multiple times of practicing and building the skill and realizing, okay, I got this. Same exact thing. Okay, so boundaries. They're very hard. Expect that. It's going to feel hard. Number one, you need to know what your values and beliefs and limits are. And if you've been listening to the, the LGA series here, you're beginning to understand that. You're beginning to uncover and unravel how you truly want to feel in your life the beliefs that have been holding you back and what your true beliefs are and the things that have been limiting you. You need to be clear on that to understand what boundaries you need and want to have in your life. Number two, reframe no's. So always remember this. When you say yes to something, you are without question already saying no to something else, okay? So just because you're not saying the word, you know, so someone says, can you help me or, you know, are you available in this capacity? And you don't want to say no, because it's so uncomfortable. And, you know, I do have room on the calendar. I just don't want to. I don't have the energy. Having time and having energy are two different things, my friends. So we say yes, because again, path of least resistance. We don't want confrontation. We don't want to make someone feel bad because we think we're so powerful that we can handle other people's emotions and we're responsible for them. (laughs) Hard truth. And it's like the feeling of, so I'm not going to say no. You already said no to something else. You either said no to yourself. You said no to spending time with your children. You said no to family dinner. You said no to that weekend uh, party. 
you said no to um, more money or less money. I don't know. You said no to a vacation. You're saying no to something else. So always remember that you are saying no all the time. You get to choose what you want to say no to. So reframe it. And no is also a complete sentence. I usually like to follow it with no thank you. So, you know, like when I was doing my photography business and getting really burned out from it, it's because I couldn't say no. I, you know, it's, it felt like more opportunity. It felt like the opportunity to build my business, to make more money. I also didn't want to hurt people's feelings. I didn't want to disappoint them by saying, no, I don't have time. You know, I don't have the space to do your pictures or time or however I perceived it. And so I just said, yes, not fully taking responsibility and accountability for the fact that I was saying no to so much time with my family. I was constantly saying no to family time on the weekends and evenings and saying no to putting my kids to sleep and saying no to missing them the first time they went on a water slide and or um, slip and slide and playing in the sprinkler and riding their bikes on the weekend and you know going to the farmer's market and all all the stuff I said no to that because I was saying yes to photo shoots okay so always remember you're always saying no to anything you say yes to choose what you want to say no and yes to full body number three boundaries aren't always a no right? So sometimes there are, sometimes the boundary is yes to healthy food. So remember that too. It's not always this hard line. It's not this harsh, um, you know, I almost picture like a mean, you know, the B word kind of, that's not what a boundary is. A boundary is, it can be life-giving and abundant that, you know, saying yes to healthy food, saying yes to time with your family. Because remember saying no is also saying yes to something. Sorry, I'm hearing noise. I'm trying to figure out what that noise is. So always remember that. So choose your yeses wisely. Number four, always come from a place of love, right? Boundaries are compassion. It's compassion for yourself. You're coming from... um, you're coming from a, a just a place of love, like saying, no, I can't work late because I have dinner plans with my family. It is not saying no because I'm resentful about work and I'm not going to help you, screw you, do it yourself. It's saying no because you're coming from a place of, I love my family and that's where I want to spend my time. So no, I'm not available to stay late for work because I'm choosing my family. I'm coming from love. So try and really click into that space because I know we can easily go into resentment and screw this and and that's a hard place to be. So always click into the love, you know, that we want to choose our boundaries out of love, not out of fear, right? So I don't want to say yes to a photo shoot out of fear of losing money, out of fear of not having the opportunity, out of fear of um, disappointing my clients. I want to say no out of love because I want to spend time with my family. I want to have a free weekend. I want to be able to put them to bed that night, whatever it is, right? So be very clear and cognizant of, am I, am I saying no or yes out of fear or love? Always choose the love option. And be assertive. There's a difference between being aggressive, being passive aggressive, being passive, and being assertive. So I always, and this comes from, you know, I think it's a very wounded feminine where we're like, no, I'm sorry. You know, if someone's like, can you stay late for work? And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. No, I can't. I just, I really want to spend time with my family. I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. As opposed to, thank you so much for thinking of me and asking me. I actually have plans with my family this evening. 
good luck. I think so-and-so might be available or I'm pretty sure so-and-so said that she's already staying late. Maybe she'd be able to do it or not even, you don't even have to say that much. It's just saying, no, thank you. Always try and replace, like apologize, say I'm sorry when necessary, but really think about, is this an I'm sorry or a thank you? Instead of I'm sorry for getting back to you, I'm sorry it took me so long, say thank you for waiting for me. I don't have anything to apologize for. You know, I, I didn't get back to this email within 15 minutes because I don't check my email every t- five minutes. I'm not sorry about that. Thank you for waiting, <laughs> right? So be clear on that. Let me check my time here because I know I've been talking for a minute. Okay, so very, very fast. I'm going to go through, I think, hold on, let me see if I can get it. <clears throat> okay, boundaries for each life area. So what do they look like? Just really quick examples. In your health and body, here are some boundary ideas. Drinking enough water, committing to daily movement, limiting bad foods and beverages, using clean and non-toxic products, or choosing, because I do this, I'm a very clean, non-toxic house. I also love candles. And if it takes a couple years off my life, I'm happy. I'm happy dying with my candles. You know what I mean? So that's a boundary for me. Using clean, or I said that, getting enough sleep, meal planning. For your home, it could be sharing chores and responsibilities. So delegating intentional purchases. So not to add to clutter. Designated spaces for specific activities, non-toxic cleaning and air fresheners and candles. (laughs) Saying no to visitors. Setting rules for visitors. Like, it's okay to say we take our shoes off in this house. It's okay to say, we're happy to have you here. I need you to leave by nine. Boundaries. Decluttering and organizing spaces. Keeping spaces for specific things and activities. For your money. Budgeting. Weekly, which I don't actually believe in that, but just being, I I don't know. Anyway, you can can go down that rabbit hole if you want. DM me if you want to dig into that. Weekly bookkeeping. Intentional spending savings accounts, communication around spending, creating goals around money with your spouse or family or whatever, healing money stories, all boundaries in your relationship, scheduled date nights, regular communication, emotional support, speaking your love languages, honesty, trust, allowing the other to own their own feelings, right? Like you're not responsible for their feelings. Family and parenting, some boundaries could be teaching your kids to help themselves, having a routine and a schedule, family chores, no device times, time for everyone to speak their truth, family dinners, family nights, etc. Co-parenting, in parentheses, communication. Work, working hours, specific, especially for someone who works from home, boundaries are so needed. Excuse me, okay, have working hours, specific time to check emails, not just at your beck and call. A schedule that is followed, advocating for delegation with heavy workloads, knowing your worth, saying no, using your sick days, all boundaries. Mental and emotional health boundaries would be limiting social media, having a practice and routine for self-care, taking accountability of your own feelings, seeking therapy or mentorship, all boundaries. Lastly, social friends, social slash friends, canceling plans if you don't want to go, (laughs) raising my hand, answering texts, calls when it feels good, also raising my hand, sharing your feelings when needed. Hey, I don't like how that made me feel. And here's the thing, not everyone's going to receive that. I have someone in my life, I say like, I would really like to talk about this situation because I'm I'm having a problem in this relationship and I'd really like to talk about it. And I, what comes back to me is, well, I don't have a problem. Good luck. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. So, and that's, a, you know, that's a, another rabbit hole going into the weeds, but realizing like, Just because you're setting a boundary doesn't mean someone's going to meet it. And then you have to respect their boundary, even if it's unhealthy or toxic. I'm not going to push back. I already put myself out there. You know where I stand, right? Um, 
Do not gossip. That's a really important boundary. It's also very low frequency. Setting time limits, uh, saying like, I need to go in 10 minutes or I need you to leave at 9 9 p.m. or whatever it is. Or, uh, you know, I can come to the shower, but I'm going to have to scoot out at three. So I'm going to sit by the door. It's really setting those boundaries for yourself so you don't put yourself in those sticky situations. Okay, so I'm just over 15 minutes. I'm going to go. I love this conversation. If this is something where you're like, oh, I need more, please uh, email me, Erin at ErinJoyceCo.com or uh, connect with me on Instagram. uh, Under Why can't it? It's so hard for me to say this. Why is it so hard? At ErinJoyceCo underscore. Uh, Yeah, can't wait to hear from you. Connect. And I think that's all. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And I will talk to you next week.